Our topic for today is uh, special ops behind enemy lines. It's a message we taught. Uh, was designed for us, but I actually taught it in Ohio uh, <laughs> uh, Friday and Sunday, last Friday and Sunday, um, just to kind of get us all warmed up. And um, the Lord was showing me, like, there's a lot of believers, there's a lot of loved ones, there's a lot of people we care care about that are missing in action and behind enemy lines, um, captured by their fear, insecurity, uh, captured by betrayal, captured by lust, you know, low self-esteem, unforgiveness, debt, distress, or discontentment is what the scripture says with David and them was stuck in that cave. And um, and and the interesting thing is, so so the Bible says there's there's a the harvest is plenteous and the laborers are few. <laughs> I ain't been on my my focus lately, but and so so we, so God is sending us out on special missions, special ops. You know we're peculiar creatures. First Peter two nine, chosen generation, peculiar peace. We have a special design. You know, God's sending us out to rescue folk. Uh, but, you know, the interesting thing is you can send some people out to battle and they end up with, working for the enemy. <laughs> you know, end up on the other team, you know, double agents. Some of us have become, you know, become double agents or, or, or in some cases I was watching a show called Intelligence and the whole point of the show uh, is when they capture somebody like if they see somebody in trouble and they got something on you they'll go what they did what oh we can flip them so they, they didn't want to punish them their whole goal was to flip them now unless you want this out you work for us now and I, I think the adversary has been doing that with a lot of folks unless you want this out you work for me now you're on a different team you with us, as we used to say on the basketball. No, 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 no. He with us. And um, then the reason why we got to come covert is because sometimes people are uh, something called Stockholm Syndrome. So some people are, they were held captured and they got brainwashed to a point where when you go try to, to get a mic, they fighting against you. <laughs> you trying to protect them. <laughs> they fighting against you. Like, like. You ever, you, you ever try to help somebody and they fighting against you or, or you ever see a situation a person's in a bad relationship getting abused you go to the rescue Lewis I'm gonna go help and they fighting against you leave him alone he didn't mean it your eye is big he, he didn't mean that like right so 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 you know sometimes we're so uh, uh, we've been so uh, blinded by the enemy that we're working with them and don't even realize it. It's, get tight. <laughs> you're tight. So when somebody come to rescue you, and the only way they can free you, the only keys they have to free you is the truth. So we talked about this before. So I, you know, just, just, just so we can um, stay focused here. <laughs> uh, this is going to work great. All right. So we talked about how, you know, how some people are trapped. So they could be trapped with alcohol smoking and drinking uh, but you know of course the philosophy is I ain't hurting nobody yes you are you're hurting you and all the people you're supposed to impact Amen. Amen. 
Oh, okay. All right. So I'll, I'll go over here. All right. So <laughs> hopefully y'all a little more receptive to what I just said. <laughs> and so, so uh, I shared this uh, the other day. Uh, I was doing Bible study with the football team in Ohio. And uh, so the topic came up, drinking. So, so one, of the, one of the young men was like, well, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Right? And so I said, it's okay. I'm do, I do come to you guys every week, uh, twice a week, t- Tuesdays and Thursdays, on your campus to do Bible study. And you, li- you come and you trust that I'm going to give you whatever, what God says, advice, wisdom, or what have you. And I said, so you showed up, and they had a restaurant in Ohio called Max and Irma. So it's kind of a sports, it's a, like sports page. Sports page is, is, we go there to eat, but y'all know everybody ain't going there to eat, right? You know, it's a bar and grill, right? You know, some people don't go on the bar side, but, you know, it's a bar and grill. So I said, you show up, and we use sports page. And you see Pastor Keith in there. Now, now all you see is the bottles. You don't know what it is, but you see bottles look like I got stacks of green bottles on, on the table with our meal, right? Look like beer bottles. You know, just look like beer. You know, it could be non-alcoholic. But who drinks non-alcoholic beer? Well, I don't know. When I drank beer, I didn't drink it for the taste. You know, maybe y'all do. You know, I just love that taste, boy. It's so refreshing. Those hops, <laughs> that barley. <laughs> I just, uh, anyway. So you see all these bottles lined up, Tori. And you walk in, you see me. And, and so I asked the young man, what's your thought now? You coming to Bible study next week? Some people was like, nah, because you look like a hypocrite. Right? Some of y'all would be thinking that too, right? You'd be like, hey, t- yeah, out there, look, going to be preaching the, the, the gospel, talking about drink. Look at him, the lush, right? There's some of y'all, you might not say nothing, but you're still going to be thinking it. You probably walk away and just not decide not to come to church. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you, you ain't going to say nothing. And then some people may say something. You no good, low down, uh, uh, jack leg, you, you, you know, in the restaurant. You know, like, and I trusted you, you warlock, you know. <laughs> Whatever, I, I, you know, I don't cuss, you know. Some of y'all might have cussed. I just used something, you know. All right, so, but then this is what the guy said. He said, should I judge you? And some of y'all thinking that. You're like, hey, good point. That's a great point. This was my response. Should you leave me there? He said, well, what do you mean? So I'm bound by alcohol prison. The bars, you know, look like Lowenbrow, Blue Nun, uh, Don Perignon, Patron, all the, all the bars. This has got me all, I'm locked up. So you show up, you give me, uh, you know, some graham crackers. Uh, what's my, my, my uh, I like the uh, fruit snacks. You give me some fruit snacks. I like fruit snacks. Uh, I like dark chocolate. So, so you give me some, what's it called? Brookstone or whatever. The dark chocolate with the, the cover. And so you give me some of those. So I'm comfortable. I feel real good, Harold. And you and the whole family came out to visit me. A bunch of people weren't coming to see me, but you came to see me. And you, you, you took care of me. You know, you got me some chocolate, chocolate grandma cookies. You know, uh, if, I, if I do splurge now, these chocolate, chocolate, I can't, you know, you, know, you go get gas. I see chocolate, chocolate. I got I to jump on it. So you bring me all these things. Now, in your pocket, you got keys. Truth. It's in your pocket. So you give me those things, you make me comfortable, and you walk away. And you, and you feel good. I was there for him. I comforted him. 
I gave him food and grandma's chocolate, chocolate cookies, right? But when you left, you left away what? Free. But you left me bound. You feel good, but I'm still locked up. You had the keys. Now, you could give me the keys. That don't mean I'm going to let myself out. You can give me the truth. That doesn't mean I'm going to use the truth to free myself. But it ain't on you. Once you give me the keys, now it's all on me. So, so there's people bound. We living them. In, we leaving them in prison under the guise of, well, I didn't judge them. Well, they were already judged. They locked up. Sentence was already passed. Your job is to free them with the truth. All right. So, so let's keep that in mind. So, you know, I'm just lining this up. So, so we got people missing in action. So let's go to Luke four. We're on this special ops mission, Natalie. We got to free some people, you know, we got to free some people. But, you know, I, you know, I don't know. Some people will tell you, you know, the history of the country is when you, you send soldiers out, very few come back the way they left because it's traumatic. And, you know, our history is, I don't know why, but our history is we recruit kids, you know, like, so they, so if it's a major war, they grabbing kids. Cause I remember <laughs> we was, we was worried, like, you know, cause we, I was a part of the draft, you know, so I had to sign up for the draft. You know, maybe they didn't get me cause I, I'm the youngest, uh, I'm the youngest son. You know, I'm the ba original baby. So, uh, but we was like sweating. Like, so as you say, like, is, is, is they get me this year? Are they get me this year? Because we kids. We didn't want to go to war. I mean, because, you know, listen, I had a, a family member, uh, young, uh, I think you'll be okay. So I had a family member went over there and he saw his friends coming back, you know, with an arm, leg missing. You know, just a lot. He saw, he saw a lot. It's was, it was traumatic because you, you was kicking it with your boy, playing cards, and then, next you know, he's either gone or he's, he lost a limb. Right? So, so, so it's traumatic. Well, when you go out to war, it, you, you got to be ready. You know, you have to be trained. You have to, because there's a lot you deal with. There's a lot that you have to, 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 to handle. There's a lot going on at the same time, right? So, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to explain here in a second. So Luke 4, 18. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me uh, to preach the gospel. That's the good news, right? Uh, to, to the poor, them that are without. In this particular case, them that are without freedom. See, poor ain't just, I ain't got... Uh, uh, something to eat, something to wear. Them that are without. Some people are without salvation. Some people are without peace of mind. Right? So them that are without. And it says, look, it says, he, uh, it, says to, uh, before, it says he has sent me, look, to heal the brokenhearted. We got a lot of that out here, right? Look, we're going to highlight this. To preach deliverance to the captors. So the captors need what? The captives need, the captives need what? Oh, do the captives need not to be judged? No, they need deliverance. 
Like we're using the wrong keys to open up stuff. We're using a Honda key and trying to start a Mercedes. No, the captives need deliverance, right? Look here, it says, uh, and to rec recover of sight to the blind, to set at liberty, freedom, them that are bruised, right? It says to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. That was the year of Jubilee, right? That was the year of Jubilee. And, uh, uh, so Jubilee uh, was the 50th year, uh, Pentecost, and how they determined it, every seven years, you will be released from what was the debt and things that were binding you. So if you were enslaved, you were released every seven years. And so seven times seven is 49. So on the 50th, there was a year of Jubilee. Now, now, now nobody told them to change that yeah, at one time. I, I, pre I preached this in Ohio. And, I think her, her mom, her, uh, my wife's mom was sitting there when I said there one time, your debt was released after seven years. And I don't think they told people to stop it. They just says no, they just stopped it. Like, no, they, they didn't pass no law or nothing. They just, after, I, I remember I used to look for my, my credit at seven years, stuff would be wiped off. Then all of a sudden it was like, they were still after me. <laughs> I was like, seven years, been up like seven years ago. <laughs> Y'all still trying to get that? <laughs> right? But, but, but she, was, she sat there and she was like, yeah, that's right. Right? So, so we're not designed to be bound for the length of time that some of us have been bound. It's just not, your body is not, it can't be bound by dead skin for so long. It has to shed it. It has to get rid of it. But we keep ourselves bound in our minds and in situations too long, and we, now we end up like those that's been locked up too long. We, we, they, they start to lose their mind. So I gave this example, I've shared this before here, movie called Instinct with Anthony Hopkins and Cuba Gooding Jr. And uh, Anthony Hopkins was uh, somehow or another, fell out of plane or something, he was out in the, in the wilderness, some gorillas raised him. So they finally, somebody saw him out there, you know, there's out there and they, you know, it's a man, so they captured him, like, <laughs> they brought him back, and then they captured the gorilla. And so he was, Kubi uh, uh, Goody Jr. was his psychologist, so he's talking to him. He says, well, I need to go see my friend. We're going to call him Mighty Joe for this conversation. <laughs> so he goes to see Mighty Joe. He sees him in the cage. He opens the cage. So, so the psychiatrist goes, whoa, man, what you doing? What you doing? He said, no, 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 it's okay. He says, when they first captured this gorilla, he could see himself swinging through the jungle. Jungle, wow! He says, but after a while, the longer he's been in this cage, then that picture started getting further and further away. He says, to a point where now he thinks it's a fantasy. He doesn't believe he ever was in the, out there in a while. He said, he ain't gonna do nothing. He opened up the cage and the gorilla was sitting over in the corner He might have did that, but he didn't budge. He lost his vitality, his life, his liberty, his freedom. He had been locked up so long, it, it no longer was his body locked up. Now he was locked up in his mind. So at first they had to keep him caged to keep him bound. Now you can open up the cage, he'll stay bound. So, so I'll give you one, one, one last story, uh, which I've told here before, but it all fits in. Uh, the Sermon of the Caged Birds. Uh, I heard a Mississippi Mass Choir had a song, and the beginning of the song was this sermon. 
And so the guy says, this, this guy, he had a bunch of birds. He was, had them in a cage, and he kept sticking them and poking them and sticking them. And as this guy saw me, he said, oh, 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 man, what are you doing? He says, uh, he says, well, he says, he says man, I'm, I'm torturing these birds. He says, what are you going to do with them? He says, I'm going to torture them and stick them, torture them. They were already bound. I'm going to torture them. He says, then I'm going to take them up on the hill and kill them. He says, oh, no. He says, man, let me buy the birds from you. He says, oh, it's going to cost you everything. He says, I don't care. I can't see the birds going through that. He gave them all that he had for the birds. He took the birds up on the hill anyway. And he opened the cage for them to be free. But they wouldn't come out of that cage. Because they were used to, every time they stepped to that door, that man poked them. So it, was, it became like an electrical fence. They were used to, any time I go near the boundaries, I get poked. I ain't going nowhere near it. I'm the guy, no, no, no. Until now they were bound in their mind. So the guy finished the story. He says, there a long time ago, the devil had God's people, had them in a cage. And he kept poking them and sticking them. And every time he would open the door, and every time they would come through the door, he would stick them and poke them. So Jesus go, whoa, 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 man, what you doing? He says, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm torturing them. He says, what are you going to do with them? I'm going to torture them for a while, then I'm going to kill them. He says, well, he says, I'll buy them from you. He says, well, it's going to cost you everything. It's going to cost you your life. He says, well, I can't see them going through that. So, so here, you can take my life. So he took his life. He was crucified. He grabbed us, took us to a high hill, opened the cage for us to get out. But we still in there. He, he gave his life for us to be free, but, but we're bound in our minds. People, it, it said, it's, he started, he's the first special person who was sent out on a special ops mission. In John chapter 1, it says he came unto his own and they received him not. He says he came to free him. Like he just, he said, I, I came that you might have life in that more abundantly, John 10, 10. He came to free him and, 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 and nah, get, get away from me, Jesus. Like, just, like, what are we doing? We're running from the very thing that's been designed to free us. Right? We're, we're under the guise of, I've already been living this way. I'm used to it. So I can't accept you because that's a new way that I may not be, be capable of doing based on how I've been before. And as my wife was saying, we talked about this and going after God this morning at 9.15 going after God this morning, 915. Uh, as my wife was saying, how it's not on us. Be confident in this very thing that he has begun a good work in us will perform it. Right? So, so, so again, we, we, okay, so we're, that anointing us on Christ, when we accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior, we are called what? Christians. Now, when I used to live in Ohio, I was called an Ohioan. New Jersey, New Jerseyan. And Charlotte is, Charlatan? All right. He, uh, he said, sum it up, Carolinians. Why? Because we live in those locations, right? So I'm not a Christian because I acknowledge Christ or because I talk about Christ. I'm a Christian because I live in Christ. I'm a Christian because what? I live in Christ. Now, Christ is the anointed one and the anointing, right? Now, the anointing, Isaiah 10, 27, is the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God. Bird removing, yoke destroying power of God. So, so when I live in the, the, uh, Galatians 2, this 
the life that I now live, I live through Christ, the anointed one and the anointed, right? Second Corinthians 5, 17, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new, right? So, so here, that anointing that Christ said was placed on him, if we're living in Christ, is on us. But that anointing is on us what? To set the captives free. Deliverance to the captives. So there's people around us all the time. Bam! In prison. Are we freeing them? See, some, some cases we're not freeing them because we're thinking about our needs. You know, we're thinking about our needs, what we want, or what we can obtain. Sometimes we think of, sometimes it's just not our needs. Sometimes we're thinking about our bling. Look at me. Because I need attention. Right? Look at me. Because I need comfort. Look at me. Right? I need you to acknowledge my skills. When the whole time we are in proximity to those people to free them. Freely, freely has been given to you. Freely you should give. You've been delivered to deliver. Right? That's what the goal is, right? So how many people are around us that we're allowing to stay bound? Some people are using the bound folk as a measure of comfort. At least I'm not bound like them. I may be tripping, but I ain't tripping like them. So I don't want them free because then it'll remind me I need to change. <laughs> right? We good? All right, so the Spirit of the Lord is upon, uh, upon us to go tell it, right? To them that are without. Enlightenment and focus, those that are somewhat depressed. And so, you know, one thing I learned in war, it's, it's, a, it's a called, what's the name of the movie? It's going to come to me. The Mel Gibson's in the movie. It's a great movie. And uh, the, the rule in, is, in, no, it's not, not that one. Uh, what, what the, the, let, let, let me get to the point, and then y'all can tell me the movie. Let, 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 so I got some other movie people. But this is, he was a soldier, he, you know, he, he had like the soldier helmet, soldier gear. But the rule was no man left behind. So in this particular movie, they're all getting on a helicopter. What? No, not that one. That's Gene Hackman. <laughs> all right, so, so they're getting on a helicopter. So he gets on, but he's like, I can't leave because we still got somebody out there. We can't leave nobody behind. And so, so I remember the end of the movie, he could finally take his foot off of the ground because everybody was, all, all his boys was back on, on, on the helicopter, right? I don't know if it was Castle something. It, it'll come to me, it'll come to me. Next time I'll tell y'all what it is, right? But the whole point was, no man left behind. And the thought was, we're not leaving until everybody's gone. The interesting thing is, we leaving people on the battlefield. Look, 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 they bombing and stuff like that. We're like, <laughs> yeah, you know, peating them back there. Yeah, well, peating them should have ran faster. <laughs> they should have ran faster. We out. No, no, no. We got to wait for peating them. No, we ain't waiting for no peating them, man. Yo, get that helicopter going, man. <laughs> we out. Peating them should, hey, I told them to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> that was his problem. I told him basic training. He should have run faster. He wasn't ready. He gone. We out. But that, that, I'm saying that to be funny, but that's how we rolling. 
Like, 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 God bless the child got his own. That's your line back. You know, God bless the child got his own. I'm straight. We leaving people behind and that's not healthy. You know, and um, we got to ask ourselves, are we, are we freely sharing the, that freedom that we've been given with others? Or in some cases, are we still held captive and don't know it? You know how they do the, uh, yeah, I know I watch a lot of movies. So, so in the movie, the person think they free, but they, they've been going through a simulation. And really, they, they're, they're seeing a movie. They ain't free. They're seeing a movie. They, 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 done, they, they done brainwashed them to a point where they think the movie is real. Right? And so we have prisoners of war, and we have to rescue people. The scripture says uh, people have been blinded by the little G, little God of this world, has blinded the minds of men. So he's rendered us helpless to a point where sometimes we can't see we're bound. Like, but we're bound. And we talked about this morning and going after God. Like, very few people are really going after God. They're playing off of props, accolades, badges, stats, status, you know, uh, degrees. But they're not going after God. If, if it came to your job and God, you know, it'd be your job. If it came to your your education and your job, it'd be your education. If it came to your friends and, your, and God, it'd be your friends. Like you care more about what everyone else thinks but God. So you're not really going after God. Your, your goal is not God. God is, a, is like honorable mention. I'll talk about God, I'll acknowledge God, but that's not what I put all my effort in. That's not what I do uh, without thinking about it. What I do without thinking about it is make sure I have status. You know, make sure I get props or I don't deal with the, the peer pressures or make sure I have sex. That's more important than God. Make sure I'm comfortable and I'm not lonely. You know, I'm not being insensitive. I'm saying it's very few people are really going after God. So, so they're, 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 they're easily captured. So I played as a fraternity in college and, um, um, I'm not recommending fraternities. I'm just saying I pledged a fraternity in college, you know, just made some choices in college. So the thing is, you, the rule was always be on campus with somebody. Like never be, be caught alone. That was the rule. <laughs> and I broke a lot of the rules. So this particular day, I, I, not my roommate, do you remember this? My roommate, you know, we played ball together, but he was, a, uh, he didn't pledge. So he was dealing with the, my mess, basically. So they, one guy was trying to set me up, but he didn't know. So he walked, the guy walked him to, to, to our room. He said, man, hey, man, how you doing? He said, is it okay that I use your phone? I'm on the other side of the door going, no, no, don't do it. But I couldn't, you know, I couldn't say nothing. But I knew what the guy was doing. He just wanted to get in. Because the rule is, if I'm by myself, I had to go with him. And sure enough, he opened, he opened the door. He said, sure, you can use my phone. And I was taken captive. Otherwise interpreted as beat down. Because <laughs> they got me by myself. Now, this is, you know, back in the 90s. I don't think they beat people like they used to. Can I say that? Yeah, well, it's true. Uh, <laughs> you, know, it's just, you know, so, you know, this, this, was, this was paddle action, you know. But I got help. I got, I got caught alone. 
And I, and I watch how the adversary, what he does with us, he tries to get us along. This is what scripture says in, in Genesis 2.18, it's not good for a man to be alone. But think about it, he'll try to get you hurt, offended, frustrated. And what is the first thing you do? Isolate yourself. And the adversary is, is happy because he can destroy you by yourself, but he can't destroy you with the whole army, with the whole family. But his whole thing is get you by yourself. And you notice how once you get by yourself, can't nobody help you? You, know, you, got, you, you develop your own rules, your own philosophy, your own road to destruction and isolation, right? And so now you're bound because once you, think about when you hurt, what do you do? It's, it's, the adversary is not doing nothing new. When you hurt, what do you do? Put up a force field, right? Because what are you saying? Hey, Tiffany, ain't nobody going to hurt me like that no more. I mean, that's pretty normal, right? Right? The challenge is everybody ain't trying to hurt you. That person hurt you. But you don't have a, a time release force field for that individual. Right? You have a force field from everybody. So now you're blocking out hurt, but you're also blocking out help. Can't nobody get in. Now, this is, I'm, I'm, uh, you, you appreciate this. My, my brother on the camera appreciate this. So I'm old school, old school. I ain't seen a, a Star Trek. So the thing about Star Trek, and this is, I got this revelation from Star Trek. When they would have their force field up, they couldn't beam people up. Remember, you know, like, he's like, we had to drop the force field. They had to drop the force field if they needed a battle too. You know, like, so it's like, Man, we got to drop the force field. But if we drop the force field, we're exposed. But, but how are we going to let them in if we don't drop the force field? What do you think, Kirk? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he had to make a major decision. Do I drop the force field to let them in? Or do I keep the force field up? And hey, yeah, yeah, figure it out on their own out there. So to let people in, you got to drop the force field. And, and we talked about this, this earlier this week in Ohio. A lot of us are still at the place of our hurt. Even though our age is older, we're still at the same level of, 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 of maturity at the place we got hurt. Because at that point, you put up a force field, nothing else can get in. So how are you growing? How are you developing? How are you advancing? You only advance, like you, if you, if you want to be something different or do something new, you got to get something new in. Right. So but nothing else can get in. So even though you're fronting a pretty good game, you're really recycling old information. So you're a child in an adult body, especially if you're dealing with bitterness and unforgiveness because you put up the force field. And so God has been sending people to give you truth, to give you the keys. You, you should know the truth and the truth shall what? That's how you get free. Right. So he's been giving people a truth, but, but you tight. You tight, you, you, you've committed to this compromise. So because you've committed to it, now you stick your chest out, get tight soon as somebody address it. But, but they're addressing it, they're giving you the truth to free you. Not to uh, put you down, not to break you down, but to break you out, <laughs> right? Break it. You know, that's what I chose to do. Yeah, but do you realize where it's leading you? 
<laughs> it's what you chose to do, but you realize where you're leading, leading you. You're on a path. I've, I've seen the path. I've, I've, I've gone down the path. I want to make you aware where, the, where that path is taking you. Well, you know, that's, the, that's what you did. That don't mean that's what I would do. You're on the same path. It ain't unique. You're calling it unique because you've done it for the first time. It's the same mess. What, what triggered you for that behavior, that style? Where'd you get it from? You made it up? No, you didn't make it up. See, see, see I watch stuff. Like, some, some people do stuff, and, and it's meaningless to them. They're going, this is just my style. But you're giving, you're giving um, sexual signals to other people, and you don't even know it. You know, these dudes wear earrings uh, for years, and they don't know that was a signal. Piercings are a signal. Is saying how you are sexually. I know this. But just because that's not what it means to me. Okay, well, you know, people knocking down your doors expecting you to do the freak. You know, and you're going, well, I don't know why they're looking at me like I'm all freaky. Well, you, you, you just told them you were freaky. I, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to be as nice as possible, you know what I'm saying? But just because you think different, as a young man, I, was, I worked in uh, corrections. Young man wore the uh, gothic stuff. Yeah, I've shared this before. And so he wore the gothic stuff, so we having a rap session. I just don't understand. Why are people beating me up? I just, just because of what I wear. I said, hold on, bro. When you got in that line, I said, so, so I, I did it. I gave him an example. I said, so you got this line. This, these are the people that's piercing everything known to mankind. These are the people that are or wearing every tattoo known to mankind. These are the people wearing business dress. These are the people, uh, what do you call it, freestyle, wearing freestyle. These are the people that are uh, eclectic, whatever the case. Each line has a certain representation or attraction. When you get in the line, you're saying, I represent this. You, in your mind, you're going, I just like that style. You can like that style all you want. People were getting beat up in that line before you got in it. It doesn't change. I told him, I said, I, I said, I, I know thousands of people get beat up for wearing what you wear. You got in the line, you getting beat up too. It don't change. Like, did you send out a press release or something? Uh, press release, uh, no, no, I'm not in, I'm not in this line for, to get beat up. I just like the style. Oh, no, press release, I'm not in this line because I'm a freak. I just like the, the style. No, no. Then you're going to be treated like a freak. Just because you, you're going to be propositioned. Man, yeah, hey, man, why are you coming at me? Uh, coming at you because you wore that on that side. That, that just means you, you're on the team, right? That's what that means. I just wore it because I like it on that side. Yeah, but... Everybody that wears it on that side is letting us know they're on the team. Somebody comes to tell you the truth. Hey, hey. Do you realize what that represents? No. <clears throat> See, there you go, judging. No, nobody's judging. I'm telling you what it represents. Because people have been doing it for years. But since you didn't investigate, you decided to participate now you're dealing with all the, everything that's attracted to it, right? 
All right, so, so, so. Just truth is frees people. That's all. That's, that's the whole point there. Truth frees people, right? Right? You know, let somebody rescue you for a change. You know, what was the story? Uh, it, was a, it was a huge flood, and uh, a person came and, with a boat. And the person said, no, no, God will save me. God got me. God got me. I'm good. I appreciate you, brother. Then uh, the flood got higher. Somebody showed up with a helicopter. Whoa, hey, 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 come with me. Listen, man, listen, I'm good. Good. God got me, man. Then water got high. The person's on top of their roof. Plane comes by. Hey, grab this ladder. We'll save you. No, 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 dude. I'm good. God got me. The water got so high, the person drowned, died. End up in heaven, though. Roll up on God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Yo, man, why y'all ain't saving me? Well, we sent you a boat, a helicopter, and a plane. See, God is sending us what it takes to rescue us, but because it's shaped in truth, we're running from it. Because some of us have a, 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 a what do you call it? Uh, immunity to truth. If it's truth, like we've already set uh, fail safes and triggers inside ourselves <laughs> to tighten up, reject, snap, curse out, break down soon as truth comes to us. Like we don't even give ourselves a chance to go, well, you know what? I might be tripping on this one. Or as I was telling my son this week, I never, you know what? I, Dad, I didn't consider that. Because I told him, I said, son, I'm asking you questions, not because I'm asking you questions because maybe you hadn't realized it. I'm not asking you questions go, what's wrong with you? I said, I, don't, I said, go back in history. I've never rolled with you that way. I haven't seen you smoke, drink, all types of stuff. I've never said, you no good. I said, but I will ask you, talk to me. So then why are you doing this? Because uh, maybe I'm tripping. Natalie, I could be tripping, right? <laughs> Natalie said no. <laughs> but but this, so but I want to know, like, maybe you haven't considered this. And so try it this week. Somebody tells you something that, that's a flaw or something that you really don't want to be attached to. Just ask yourself, could it be a truth? Could it be something in my blind spot that I'm not aware of? Why am I hearing this over and over again? Why am I hearing this over and over again? That's how we, <laughs> right? All right. So. Yeah, I mean, ask yourself. It, it, it could be you. Like, I have to do this. Okay, I'm here. If my wife tells me something over and over and over, I'd be like, listen, first of all, I don't really want to hear your mouth. But <laughs> since I'm hearing this over and over, it's got to be a truth. And, and, and what's my line? Okay, I'm going to take your word for it because I know I don't see everything. Is that, I mean, I, I, I don't. It could be in my blind spot. Y'all think I'm the only one that has blind spots in here? Uh, thank you, uh, Sister S Stella, with the color hair. We all do. But, but, but look, but, but some of y'all sitting here going, yeah, but not me. Or I see all my blind spots. Uh, I think that's why they call them blind spots. <laughs> I just think, and all of us that are driving, you've never tried to change lanes and, and beep, beep, beep. You've ne that's never happened to you. Everybody in this room that's driven before has happened, which proves there's something in blind spots that we can't see. Oh, no, some of us are sweet. 
like like me. <laughs> like I done looked at every possible mirror, every angle of what I believe I could see. Take took every precaution. Didn't go to change lanes. Beep, beep. I'm like, come on, man. I, I saw like, but there was still something I couldn't see. I took every precaution. Y'all know I ain't just talking about me, right? Because that's the holdup. The holdup is not what you can see, it's what you can't. That's what the holdup is. It's not what you can see, it's what you can't. That's what the fulfillment is. Not in what you can see you need to do, but what, in you, what you can't. What's in the blind spot, right? So I stopped by to tell you. <laughs> I don't believe you heard me. No. I just, <laughs> right? Like, like, like God's trying to he wants to use us to rescue people, but we got to be free first. So I just remember, you know, I'm from Newark, New Jersey, so around our wall in school wasn't the president. You know, you had a, the green chalkboard and you have all the pictures. You know, in a lot of schools you see the presidents. That's, that's not what we had. We had black history. Yeah. Now, now, now yeah, yeah, no, I don't spend a whole lot of time on black or white anything. I'm just making a point here. So we had uh, uh, Benjamin Banneker, you know, he's uh, key to why Philadelphia has uh, the engineer and architect that it has. We had uh, W.E.B. Du Bois. He was a real solid educator, Booker T. Washington. Booker T. Washington was all about trade. You get yourself a trade, you know, build something, you know, uh, make some bricks, whatever. Matthew Henderson, who actually was the guide for the first person that was on the North Pole. He was the guy, so that means if he was the guy, he probably got there first, right? That's Matthew Henderson, right? Uh, uh, I said Benjamin Matterman, but uh, uh, Frederick Douglass, Mary McLeod Bethune, Bethune-Cookman, that's, that's where I came from, right? So, and, 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 you know, Rosa Parks, everybody. So, but, but I remember Frederick Douglass and all of them where they, would, they had got free. They created an underground tunnel and it was going back, getting, see, because remember, it's the Civil War. I'm not trying to do a history lesson, but Civil War was about slavery. Like, no, we got these people working for us for free, and we making big bank. Like, we ain't trying to give up the slaves, then we going to have to work. We ain't worked a day in our lives, right? That's, that's what it really was about. So the North freed people first. It's like, man, this is crazy, man. We, everybody needs to be free, you know. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, come on, man. Everybody just needs to be free, right? Well, some people was like, yeah, yeah, they ain't free here. We ain't letting them go. And then some of them wouldn't, wouldn't leave. <laughs> like, no, I'm, never mind. I was going to do something that wasn't going to be cool. All right, so, so people created underground tunnels, went and got the people, yo, come with us. Once you get to a place that freedom is, is recognized, you're free too. But I, I guarantee you, you know what some people did? Once they got free, it's like, nah, y'all go back and get them fools, man. I'm, I'm good. I'm free. That's all, I, that's all I care about. What God is saying is, we've been freed. Can we go free somebody else? That's all. <laughs> right, right, baby? That's all. Can we just free somebody else? Right? And, 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 and I know it's hard. It's hard because people have, uh, we did this teaching. So as we go through this teaching, I'm going to weave some stuff in here. Uh, we did a teaching on... Um, uh, landmines. Might want to go back and look at that. And so the, so the landmines is 
like you're trying to talk to somebody, but they got all these landmines. You know, like you, like you you worried about getting blown up, missing some missing. You know, because you, you know how you ever try to talk to somebody about the truth. Well, I just want to let you know. Hey, what are you trying to say? No, I didn't get to say it yet. Like <laughs> I was just trying to get it out. If I could just get it out. Well, well, you did it too. Well, I might have, but right now, could we talk about what you are doing? Right? You know, everybody got to, you know, they're under their own protective custody. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Ask your kids. In this case, you know, you need some help. Ask your kids. You know. Like, it just, it, everything is. So, so the person that's approaching you is approaching you. Like, I'm going to use me, okay, because since y'all don't know what I'm talking about. So in, in, the, in the early stages of the, of the relationship, I'm an exhaustive thinker, and I was um, uh, guarding the budget, you know, so uh, your wonderful Pastor Melanie was probably a little more, um, how we could say, uh, she would just spend. <laughs> i just put it that way. You know, that's the best way I could put it. This is, this is back in the day, you know. I mean, she still spend, but she's not. Like, she's, she's phenomenal in terms of a steward. But back then, you know, and it wasn't all her fault. She had been through a lot. So, you know, when you've been through a lot, it creates a void. And some people eat ice cream. Some people go shopping. <laughs> right? So in her case, she's going shopping. But, but if you, she asked me for anything, Mr. Sammy, listen, you know, I was, I, was, I was like a top lawyer in the country. Okay, so, so you need uh, what? You need to get your hair done. Okay, uh, triangle like this then you get your hair done then you do you got your hair done this one time and haven't you been doing it yourself well why can't you do it yourself now or stockings you know like I, I ain't know any better I figured well we rotate socks why can't you rotate the stockings I mean can't you just you know you know wash them and hang them up or recycle them things you know I mean I don't wear stockings but I figured they like socks just rotate them like we don't be every Every time you go to church, you got to buy new socks, like, right? Right? But, you know, maybe some of us should. But, but, but uh, so, so stockings. And, and, well, we don't really need that computer. We don't need this. And one day she was coming to talk to me. And I, this is how I pictured it. She wasn't doing it like this. I'm really exaggerating. But I just had this vision of her, like, 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 I was like, and I, and I asked, I said, babe, you okay? <laughs> she says, she says, well, I feel like to ask you anything, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. And it frightened me. I said, how are you going to have somebody living with you that don't even want to approach you? Like, it's not just, like, for something simple. It, it wasn't complicated things she was asking for. It was simple. But I had all these you know, landmines set out. Ah, oh, forget it. You know, I, I, that's kind of how she was rolling. I said, no, we ain't having that. Not, not in our relationship. So I got to remove all the landmines. Right? So now you got to ask yourself, is the per people that spend time with you the most, is, is it, is, are they excited about talking to you about anything? Or do they have limits? Are there certain things off limits? Besides just wait. <laughs> <laughs>
I already know that, 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 that's a, that, that is probably like 17 minds out there. Don't talk about my weight. Who made that root up? Who made that root up? Somebody probably 700 pounds. Right? Because that would be the truth, right? That could free you. So is the person supposed to sit there and just, just, just allow you to not take care of yourself? And don't say nothing? Then when, you, when you're miserable, you'll be like, well, you should have said something. Are you crazy? So, so, so is everybody just comfortable with talking to you? Or do you got these landmines out? Or have you been brainwashed to a point where you're playing the victim? Remember the victim teacher? Yeah, you just play, you know, see, 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 I can't do nothing right. We're not talking about everything. We're talking about this thing. Can we get this right? But we don't, you don't flipped it to the victim real quick because that's your out. See, coach don't even like me. I can't do nothing right. Uh, how about you just start tackling correctly? How do we get that? Can we get that together? Yeah, well, no, no, no. You don't turn it in to everything. But guess what? The one thing is still going to keep happening because you're not changing. See, truth is an agent of change. It frees you from the state you're in. God is sending you as well as people to you as agents of change. That's why people are giving you information. Yep. Now, people that care about you, I, I shared this with my son this week. I said, you know, we were talking, and so I saw something, but I let it go for a while, and I saw something else, let it go. And so I said, son, let me tell you how this looks. I said, it looks like you knew you were supposed to do it, but you had other opportunities I'll put it that way you put it off you put it off then you found out we's coming in town this is how it looks and you all of a sudden you stepped it up I just I said because your track record is this and so he was like see 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 I go, whoa, whoa, whoa stop let's just stop the press if I didn't care I wouldn't say nothing I would leave you there I said Look at our history. I'm not, I said, listen, I could be a piece of work. So, so y'all have to tell me. I could be a piece of work. So I can't, li listen, y'all get me on Sunday, and if you show up on Wednesday, Wednesday, 9.15, that's it. I wouldn't want y'all here every day. It could be a little bit much. <laughs> I mean, it's for real. It'd be like, oh, Jesus Christ. I, listen, I was going to come every day. I'm cutting it back. You, you probably cut it back to Sundays and Wednesdays. Right? I mean, that's, that's, that, that's just me being real with because I'm an exhaustive thinker. Like, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Drop your rocks. I get it. Right? So, why is everybody laughing so much about that one? Yeah, yeah. So, so, with my son, I said, son, I already know. I'm a piece of work. I said, that's why I don't talk to you about everything I see. I said, I said, I said, if I talk to you about everything I see, I said, I'll probably uh, drive you crazy. He said, yeah, dad. <laughs> He's like, yeah, because this conversation right here is a little much. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this is, and, 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 but, but we had to have a conversation. We was talking about one isolated thing. 
But when you spend your time under protective custody, you rarely get truth. So when you get truth, it hurts bad. I, I, I see uh, far side of this eye right now with my eye closed, everybody's a blur. When they put the lens for me to see, it was so excruciating, I jumped out the, the, the machine. And the guy said, you haven't been using that sight, so it's like a muscle. You're trying to stretch something that has not been stretched for ages. Guess what? Your capacity for truth sometimes has not been stretched for ages because you figured out a way to get around truth, to get around somebody challenging you, to get around somebody talking to you. You've talked your way out of every time somebody gave you an agent of change, the keys to freedom. So the, one, so, so the person that actually is willing to sacrifice their life for you and tell you the truth, they get a, a barrage. Like, ho, ho, what's going on? They're, like, they, they're in shock. They're overwhelmed. Because it's like, I didn't really say that much. I just gave you this one little truth. What's, what's all this? But they don't know that you've been under protective custody for so long that you can't handle a taste of truth, let alone a meal. And so you're stuck behind enemy, enemy lines all because you won't allow somebody to free you with the truth. See, now, 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 to really, really get free from the truth, what are some of the landmines you have out? Your philosophies. You got your philosophies, your way of doing things, your intellect, this, your tradition, this is the way we've always done it. You got all these little different landmines to justify you staying where you are. Where you're, not where you're unhappy. Like, why would you protect where you're at and you don't like being there? There's no fulfillment there. You're getting played, betrayed. Right? Dragged away into all types of bondage. Why would you stay there? Only way out is the truth. And so... So you have the ability, which we're talking about today, to accept the truth, but also, which is even harder, the ability to deliver the truth. We have people, majority of the people in this room, this is not a put down, so don't put up your, your force field yet. Just let me finish the thought, okay? <laughs> what you trying to say, a majority of us? You don't know me. Just chill for a second, all right? All right. The majority of people in the room don't like confrontation. And so what we do is we excuse ourselves from sharing the truth with people because we've developed the philosophy, oh, no, I'm, I'm just non-confrontative. It's sort of like, I'm not a reader. All those things is excusing us from accountability and responsibility. When basically the truth is you have it, you share it. You can't be considering all this other stuff. Well, a lot of times, well, I'm, that's the way they are. You know, that's, just, that's just the way they are. Yeah, but you actually had a truth to free them from being that. Well, you know, that's how they are. You know, that's how they, you, 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 you know how Jimmy gonna get. Otherwise interpreted, I ain't talking to Jimmy. You talking to him? No, I'm not going in there. You, I'm not getting blown up for Jimmy. Jimmy ain't worth all that. You go on to talk to Jimmy. As opposed to 
You have to tell people the truth. See, we've turned the truth into uh, a put down. We've turned the truth into uh, judgment. You're judging people. The truth is the truth. Why do we got to add these categories to justify us not using it to help somebody free? And see, we know if we share the truth with some people, they're going to fight back. They're going to talk back. They're going to attack. And so where self-preservation is, I'm not going to deal with that. I want them to always like me. I, I don't, I don't want to give them the truth. I don't want to free them. The Bible says we're supposed to deliver the captives. And we have the truth to deliver them. You don't have to get puffed up. You don't have to get worked up. All you have to do is share it. You can't make them use the keys, but could you at least give them the keys? And, and I just gave you a couple of nice lines. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't share this with you. If I didn't care about you, I would watch you, allow you to stay stuck, pacify you there. When you come, if you do break out, I'm the first person you're gonna come and say, why you didn't free me? You had the truth. So it was about me liking you more than it was about freeing me. You know what that's called, right? Selfish. Like we can dice it and, and justify it, but after, you, you know, so let, let's talk about, let's say freeing somebody is uh, like uh, planting a, a garden. You sow seeds to produce fruit. Do y'all know any tree that takes 20 years to produce fruit? 20, 30 years. It don't take that long. So are you really waiting on something to evolve on its own that you're supposed to be watering? Like, you got to at least water the tree, don't you? You got to get some water. If you don't do it, God got to at least pour something down on it, right? Like, you just can't leave it sitting there and expect it to produce. Why do you think people are like that? Why do you think you can just leave somebody in isolation and they're going to produce what they're supposed to produce with no care. That's called truth. You've already been kind. You've already walked by the tree every day and go, you are, you okay tree. You're a wonderful tree. And a tree sitting there going, yeah, if you give me some water, I'd be even more wonderful. <laughs> you keep walking by here talking about how beautiful I am and you're lying. I ain't produced a flower in 20 years. <laughs> Don't humor me. Feed me. That's, that's what we're doing with people, right? Well, it's okay. Listen, everybody goes through something. You know, hey, 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 who am I to say? I'm not here to judge you. you you've been through a lot. The person's in there going, yeah, and I don't want to keep going through it. <laughs> I notice you're not going through it. How about the truth that you have? I'm not going to like it. I'll tell you ahead of time. I'm going to fight against it. I'm going to tell you ahead of time. Man, I might shoot you. Not with a gun. <laughs> but guess what? I really do need this truth. Now, if you, if, see, see, what it takes, you know, like when you, to go behind enemy lines, you can't think about yourself, right? Like, so, so, so now I'm gonna tell you how this came out, how this whole teaching even started. The conversation I had with my son. And so I was telling him, I said, I said, son, I said, so I, I, I like been designed to get through the landmines and you know, the victim mentality, all that. So I said, your life is more than my, worth more than mine. I said, yes, I don't get on you everything you do, but if it looks like you're going off the cliff 
and it's going to cost me my life, well, then my life is going to have to suffer. My light going to have to suffer. I could be Darth Vader. You could be, I could be everyone, but you ain't going off that cliff. You my son. That ain't happening. So, 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 so you could be mad at me if you want. You ever see somebody try to jump off of a, a cliff or a boat or something like that, trying to kill themselves, and the person that rescued them, they fighting. Man, why don't you just let me jump? Because, see, you clouded right now. I can see. You think jumping off is going to relieve you. You don't know when you jump off and kill yourself, you're taking whatever you're dealing with, whatever misery, into eternity. Now what you're dealing with, you'll be dealing with for the, forever. Since you are not aware of that and I am, I'm going to rescue your behind from what you really don't want to deal with. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's the whole thing. But you see, well, you should have let me jump. Listen, I told my son, you ain't falling off no cliff on my watch. Because I care about you more than me. I, I know the funk. I know the heat. Uh, we had two conversations with him. I had to get through the landmine. But, but see, the special ops, man. I'm like, hey, hey, just follow me. You just tell my wife, babe, just stand behind me. Take the steps that I take. <laughs> Whatever you do, just, just take, don't, don't step to the left or the right, babe. Take the step. Take the steps. Stay with me, girl. Yeah, I'm skilled at this. I know where the, the, the landmines is. But look, I'm risking my life for the person I love. I'm risking my like for the person I love. Everybody not like me. But it ain't about them liking me. It's about saving their lives. I got a little worked up on that one. But, <laughs> but you understand know what I'm saying? So, 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 so we're on this special mission to save lives. It, listen, you might have to go through a year of somebody not talking to you because of the truth you gave them. Is their life worth a year? A year of them not talking to you? There's plenty of people in my life I've gone through that with. Listen, I didn't go in going, I'm going to go in, they probably ain't going to talk to me. No, I went in saying I, whatever happens, happens. There was a distance for a while, but we, 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 we love each other. We're the best of family and the best of friends because my life has always been about other people's lives. And there's been plenty of who you think you talk. I, listen, they told me later, I, I walked away. Who's he think he's talking to? And the Holy Spirit told him when they got in the car, he's talking to you. <laughs> Holy Spirit will back you up. Or somebody else was like, oh, I, when I left the house, I was like, I'll never go see that person again. And the Holy Spirit was like, well, yes, you will. Because if, they, if you didn't hear that, you would never change. I just uh, talked to another family member. I found out from another family member, you know, when you talk to them, they always change. In the moment, they mad, they hot, and they probably won't even tell you what you said was the truth. But their corresponding actions after every conversation is change. I never knew, was never told to me, I ended up sending the person a message because God told me to, and I already knew the person wasn't speaking to me. But it was exactly what they needed to hear. And the whole time, they received what I said. They just didn't have the humility at the time to say, you're right. But I had to risk the relationship to save the life. So, so this, this special mission we're on is going to be tough, but it's going to take uh, selflessness. Right? Giving your life. No greater love than this than a man has for his friend. Well, greater love than, has no man than this that he'll lay down his life 
for his friend. John 15, 13. I right, stand on your feet. That's all for today.